Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm hot. I mean, Belle. <laughs> it is. Uh, hello, hot Belle. It is very hot. Sweltering, as they say, <laughs> out here in Texas. Belle, uh, have you heard the expression, a speedster is never late? They arri- or speedsters are never late. They arrive exactly when they mean to. Uh, yes, they're never early either. Right. Oh, they're definitely never early. Uh, point, yeah. point, <laughs> point is... Uh, the same is true of Flash podcasters, uh, because this episode is late. That is very true. I That's partially my fault. I was on vacation last week, and we just couldn't make a time work to get it recorded. But you know what? I'm I'm relaxed and rested and, and ready to uh, knock this one out of the park. Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit different. And I mean, like, to be fair, it, it's also going to be weird this week because I also am about to be out of town. And so we just, <laughs> this schedule is crazy. And the funny thing is this was going to originally be a two-part, or not really a two-part, but we were going to do kind of a two-in-one episode as we've uh, had to do in the past. But then after watching the episode we're about to talk about, I was like, no, 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 no. We are not going to cram this this one into like another another episode. Like we're not, this one deserves its own you know, <laughs> we're not going to treat this episode like Barry and uh, Caitlin did Cisco mm. at the beginning of this mm. episode. That's right. That's yeah. right. We are going to show proper respect, appreciation, and get high on LSD. No, nope, no. Nope. Hang on. Sorry. No, dr- <laughs> I think I think you mean MDMA. That was clearly. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, well, you, you have uh, clearly a, a much deeper appreciation and knowledge of recreational drug use than I do. But point is, <laughs> kids don't do drugs. But drugs you, are bad unless you, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I cannot wait to get into this episode with you. Uh, all right. So before we do it, though, we want to let you know, of course, 
Uh, this is Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I already said that already, I think, because I said I'm Bo and you said you're Belle. And, and, and now, see, this is what happens when we're playing catch up. But this show would not be possible without our amazing patrons at patreon.com slash TV Talk. Uh, learn more how you can support the show there. Also, I want to make mention that uh, while this show has been late, so the Flashcraft server has still been bumping and jumping. And we are officially breaking ground on that uh, that new Star Labs build. So uh, you, you ever want to see Star Labs in Minecraft? We, we did that in season one. But we're doing it here at the end of season two. So if that's something that you're interested in, uh, head over to the Flash TV Talk YouTube channel to, uh, to find all that great content there. Uh, all right. I think that's it. You ready to do it? Let's do this. All right, man. Let's jump into The Rundown. The, the Rundown. rundown. <laughs> Episode 12 of season seven. Goodbye, Vibrations. Directed by <laughs> Philip, uh, Chipper, J- Philip Chapera and story by Kelly Wheeler and Jeff Hirsch. Bell, what happened this episode? Ooh, this is a long one. Buckle up, kids. Cisco and Camilla tell the team they're leaving Central City. A new version of Rainbow Raider strikes, and the team must join together one final time to save the city. Dun, dun, dun. And we don't have time for the full recap. We got we got a lot of content. <laughs> we got to get through this week. <laughs> Point is, this is the one that we have been uh, expecting for quite some time. Uh, obviously, it has been much talked about, the future of Cisco Ramon on The Flash. Uh, where has his character been going? Where is he heading? What makes... Uh, sense anymore what is mecha vibe versus vibe what is a cisco camilla is she really like is everybody considered her best friends when they say we want to share it with our best friends i'm like camilla you 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 only kind of been here a little little minute but okay all right sure sure no they had they had a lot of fun in the off season okay yeah off screen they all bonded like you know for reals for reals but here's the thing i I thought about it and i was like camilla comes across as you ever have like, you know, that friend in the friend group that starts dating and then that like boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other like comes on a little too strong. Like, yeah, I'm part of the gang. And it's like, I mean, but are you, though? Because like if y'all break <laughs> up, you, you, you're not staying. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I don't know. What if they're cooler? Like, what if they are better? I mean, that happens, too. I'm not I'm just saying this. This isn't that <laughs> with all due respect. This is this isn't that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, point being that uh, they are uh, heading off to the, their next careers. We got kind of the, the uh, I guess, the explanation and, and the understanding of what exactly was going on with that kind of, you know, uh, Agent Drax over at, at Argus. And uh, yeah, All right, I say that. Is, is that, are we to assume that Agent Drax is done now, that really he was just there to set up like, hey, this is the guy that Cisco's going to replace? Or is that new algorithm, a nonogram, What's the thing with the letters? Acronym. That's what acronym. Yeah, yeah. The new acronym that that uh, Agent Drax is working for. Are they going to be a player in the future? Uh, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't like a, a thing where Cisco was like, "I'm leaving Central City and I'll never be back because I'm going to the moon with Captain America," kind of thing. You know, it it, it seemed <laughs> right. like there there could be possibilities for him to come back um, and to uh, maybe show off some flashy new acronym tech. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> agent of alphabet yes yeah, exactly so i mean i don't know like yeah, I, I think i think there's the the window is open right it's not like they they've closed it behind him going out so um i don't think we'll see him for a while um but yeah i don't i don't think i mean maybe he's gone forever it kind of felt like it in the episode but 
I think I think the possibility is there for him to show up when the team desperately needs him. Oh, no, I have no doubt that Cisco's coming back. Actually, my question was really more about Agent Drax. Are we going to see Agent Drax again? <laughs> oh, oh, um probably not. <laughs> probably not, right? Yeah, I I would be I'd be shocked and surprised if that was if that was the case. But it's nice to have the clarity about what exactly was going on with that Argus subplot and uh I think we assumed obviously it's it's been recorded that we did assume that it was going to be dealing with Killer Frost and that we were going to see kind of this uh, head-to-head between Argus and Killer Frost and maybe Agent Drax is connected to some sort of system of something or another that she'll end up having to take down. But uh, nope, it turns out he was just there to be a corporate drone. It's probably like, we need corporate drone for Cisco to replace. And so dude, uh, what acted the part, saw the casting call and was like, oh, I, I could be a corporate drone. And like took that drone aspect like full on. And got the yeah. part, so props to him. Yeah, the, you know, the director is just like, you know what, just just go with it, whatever. Just go with it. No, I mean, I think it was fun. It added a wrinkle <laughs> into the character and made him not 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 an unforgettable uh, little side character. So uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he might. Maybe Agent Drax might uh, might be coming back into play. Well, even if he does, we'll never see him because he moves too slowly for us to perceive it. Oh yes, this is true. This is true. Man, Cisco's his last hurrah, his final farewell, his swan song, if you will. Uh, was this episode. The good vibrations was felt by at least himself and Camilla, but they really wanted everyone else to feel it, feel it. And they themselves were not <laughs> feeling it, feeling it. So where did you think about the uh, the way things were going? What was what was uh, what was your thoughts kind of initially with the announcement that uh, that, you know, vibe is uh, is is taking uh, taking a bow? Are, are you asking like what my personal feelings were or like what my reaction was to the team's reaction when he told them? Let's go with both. First of all, let's go with you and then let's go with the team. Well, you know, it, it's it's sad to see him go. But again, you know, we've mentioned it numerous times that like he has had a very complete story arc. He's been treated very well as far as character development and things like that. I think his, you know, psych showing him his darkest fear of him being, you know, mm. 30 years later and still doing the same thing, I think is kind of analogous to like where he is in his career. You yeah, know? Yeah. That was a great revelation too. Like, yeah, this like Carlos's, of like what happens. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like like Carlos's career, right? That's the that's the analogy there is like you know, I'm sure he loves doing the show but like he doesn't want to be Cisco Ramon for the rest of his life, right? You know, mm, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's kind of you know analogous to what he was going through on the show, what what Cisco was going through on the show, and that like you know he doesn't want to be sidelined. He wants to be. Um, he doesn't want to raise a new generation of heroes and stuff. He doesn't want to be Q uh, or I, yes, Q. Yeah, no, I the guess. Q. That's a great. Yeah, no, the Q analogy is is uh, apt. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and so he, he's ready to move on and go. Um, and I, I think I think it's time. I think it's good. I think it's a good place to go. We got Chester. You know, he's in there and uh, he, he's hopefully going to be able to, like, you know, fill the fill the gap there that Cisco's going to leave. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it'll be sad to see him go for sure because he's a great part of the show. But I, I think that Chester kind of kind of kind of kind of fills that uh, role a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he brings that fresh energy. I think this episode, The Passing of the Torch, was handled really, really well. Um, Man, so many Easter eggs going back into the old warehouse and and finding, you know, know, Captain Cold's gun and... You know, the, uh, the thinker's the samuroid. chair. Yeah, the samuroid. And then also the, um, you know, the, the original helmet that Barry wore when he first uh, was kind of testing out with H.G. Uh, Abard and, uh, and, and the uh, original Team Flash. It was, yeah. uh, that was, that was a great little nod. And honestly, 
I don't know that I have seen an episode of a television show where they have sent off a character with with more dignity, excitement, and like just the weight that that it requires, especially for the like given the amount of uh, just the importance that that character has had on the series, on the other characters that are there, and I think also on the fan community. Cisco was us, you know, like yeah, he he things changed as the world changed. And, and I don't necessarily mean the real world changed in, in terms of, you know, obviously the real world has changed a lot since, <laughs> since the show started, <laughs> but, but I mean like in terms of, you know, he was the, he was the fanboy geeking out over every little thing, naming all the characters. We, we forget that. We, we take it for granted now. Like, Oh, here comes a new person. Cisco's going to make a name like, but no, like in early days, like, Every single time Captain Cold and Weather Wizard and Mirror Master and Rainbow Raider and, you know, like there was just every single time a, a new villain would come along and the excitement of Cisco coming up with the name and kind of owning that, uh, you know, that little little responsibility. He wasn't just the tech guy. He was us. And yeah. having him go back and like desiring this, you know, reminiscent, uh, you know, he... he 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 wanted those member berries, man. He's like, remember that? Remember that time that we did this thing? Remember? You remember when we took down the, the you know, gorilla crowd? You know, like he had I a lot remember. of. I remember. I <laughs> remember. He, he had the member berries going, and you know, it's appropriate, extremely so. This was a far better episode than I would have expected, and it's not like I expected a poor episode. But this has not been a season of we we have not been firing on all cylinders here on the Flash this season. Like that is that is just a fact. And they certainly haven't all been bangers. No, and so to have you know there there's a sense in which you could almost expect this season with this episode sending off vibe and sending off Cisco, especially with kind of the back and forth that his character went for it to perhaps not be handled the best way. And man, when I say they hit it out of the park, they hit it out of the park. I thought it was a fantastic episode. Yeah, it was really, really good. Like, it, it was funny, you know, because when Cisco first tells the team um, and you see their reaction, like part of me was like, all right, is the team whammied by whatever villain's <laughs> going to be this week? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, you know, like the, the way they the way they tie that in to them, you know, especially Barry, where Barry was like, yeah, we had to like, put on a tough face or you know a happy smiley face because we don't want you to leave and i would probably ask you to stay and you would say yes and so i we couldn't do that like we couldn't do that to you because we care about yeah. you too much and so yeah that was like a really good uh really fitting thing there and then the little little montage that they had at the end where he's you know flashing back to all the stuff that he's done on the show like that was really cool and well done um yeah it was it was a good send-off episode yeah I, th- I thought it was great you know i just recently had to say goodbye to uh, a friend who uh, who moved out of, out of state and someone that I had just become very close with, especially over the last past year. And I remember hearing that they were leaving and I was so mad. Like I was not, <laughs> you know, it was like new, new job opportunity. You know, it's been a tough time, you know, with, with work and, and uh, just for some personal reasons and everything. And like, this is such a huge move for this person and, and such a great move for their career. And, and all I could do is like, I, I couldn't even celebrate it for him because I was so mad. I like, I, you know, and like, as if, <laughs> As if their their life has to be dictated by you know what what I want or something of that nature. But you know how it is when you lose somebody because they're you know for good reasons, not you know for for great reasons for their career, for life, for whatever you know the the big moves they are. It it it's painful, and I thought they did a really good job of showing that putting on a brave face. Now I will say that I did think that what we were 
getting was more of a surprise going away party, which obviously we got a surprise going away party, especially because of, you know, this kind of like blinking, you miss it. Oh, hey, what's uh, Cecile doing over here? And I thought that was going to have to do with the surprise party, but that's actually going to do with this week's, you know what, but we're not there yet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Rainbow Raider, the return. Well, not really the return, but the, uh, I guess the post-crisis Rainbow Raider 2.0. Thoughts on her? Loved it. I thought it was great. Like this episode did this this bit really well where it's like, you know, you have a villain and the villain is completely right uh, about <laughs> what they're trying to do. And and usually like 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 they did this in, in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier where it's, you know, this this girl, she's fighting for these these uh, misplaced peoples and stuff. And she's doing all these things and it's a right cause. And then they blow it all away by just having her murder people for no reason. Right, right, right. Um, well, they, and that's a lot of times that's part of the problem with writing these characters. It's like you there's a there's a way to like have a character have a good point and also be in kind of that radical type of mode that doesn't kind of make them seem out of character. I think uh you know, if you want to use a Marvel comparison, I think Killmonger is a fantastic villain from that standpoint. Yeah. Uh, Thanos, a fantastic villain from that standpoint because like yeah. you get the brutality but you understand the brutality because of their, you know, their philosophy, it's made very clear. Whereas in Captain America and the Winter Soldier and even to some extent here, I kind of feel like there's a little well, she doesn't really she's not really a brutal person. Like I don't know that it's a exact one-to-one comparison, but like Captain America and Winter Soldier or rather, oh, spoilers, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, so my, my bad. Uh, that, <laughs> that one fell a little flat. And I mean, I don't blame, I, I've, from all intents and purposes, it seems like we were missing a lot of that show. They got, a lot of the story got cut that I feel like probably would have developed that character in a way that would have made things make more sense. But that's probably yeah, another perhaps. conversation, you know, down the road. Here, though, Rainbow Raider is not quite the brutal. We don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't quite get that. No, like, well, she's 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 absolutely not. And like, what she's doing is she's using her power with the intent to help people, right? And like, you know, where like I was about to just roll my eyes at the at the blimp scene in this episode because I thought there was going to be a thing where it was like, you know, that's not the right way to help people, and blah 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 blah, and like, you know, all this kind of, oh, you're going to cause mass panic, and and all these people are going to get all this money, and they're going to trample each, and I was like, oh, come on, like, <laughs> but they they handled it super well. Like Barry was like, you know what, you're right, you're absolutely right. Um, the the city has has failed these people, and so that's why instead <laughs> the of city arresting has you, failed these yeah, people. you have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then uh, Oliver shoots a nuclear tipped arrow at the city. <laughs> you have failed these people, city. <laughs> yeah. Wait. And, and wait so, what? what? <laughs> wait. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> And so, you know, and, and the way they handled it, I thought was great. Barry was like, yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. There are people out there who need help. They desperately need it. And instead of, you know, throwing you in prison, what we're going to do is we're going to have you help the mayor, like, do some financial stuff and, and, and help these people out. Like, you have, you know, a, a good vantage point of, like, you know, what is needed and, and, and what we can do and all these kinds of things. So instead of robbing places and trying to, like, Robin Hood money out to people how about you change policy to help these people and, and you know i thought like granted i i think i think there should have been something in there where like you know the flash is like oops and like drop some money anyway <laughs> <laughs> would have made for a fun scene I, yeah I, yeah you know, I, I, so i i hear that and i don't necessarily disagree but i do feel like 
I don't know. Like I, I so for, first of all, I mean, I loved the character as well. I thought that she it was a fun use of her power set and everything else. But I thought that the whole like you know you know do this and you can get a job working for the city and I'm gonna make it happen. She's like, really? You're my hero, and I'm like, is it your power set that you can do that by yourself without hurting anybody and just making them happy in the process? Like. Did the Flash really do anything other than just like, like I don't know, her reaction to like, oh, I'm going to get a job for the city. Like, what? Well, so in, in, in my head canon, what it was is like, you know, she would presumably eventually be found out and then like they would work to undo all the things she, she had done. But by going through legitimate channels to do the things that she wanted to do and to, you know, enact the policies that she wanted to enact and, and, and do those kinds of things, there's, you know, legitimacy to it. And so there wouldn't be anybody pushing back to say, oh, no, she's a meta and she used her powers to do this. And so all the things that she's trying to do are bad, even though they're good. Yeah, you know, but like on a realist. All right. And I know this is like, you know, why? But I mean, like, let's let's pretend for a second that this is a realistic situation, like an <laughs> activist working for the city that literally has the ability to control people's minds. I don't know how far she's going to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it would have made a much more interesting confrontation between her and the flash like if she had mind controlled everybody in the city government mm, to like basically mm. make central city a utopia for everyone and then flash is like but but y- 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 that's no <laughs> we it, are yeah. all on drugs yeah <laughs> like you know like basically central city just yeah like hugging each other and like rubbing their hair and stuff just like man i love everybody this is an amazing place okay let's talk about everybody high on rainbow raiders touch your jacket you know uh okay so at first at first for me i was a little off put. I've been really hoping to get a you know a return of Rainbow Raider, the the OG, the the Roy G. Bivolo, and specifically a deeper dive into that power set. And it was clear when she showed up and she was kind of uh you know zapping everybody. It's like oh okay, we're not going emotional spectrum. It's like it's more of you know she's uh you know c- kicking up the you know euphoric uh you know experience the endorphins and biology and yada yada yada. And so it's not going to be that that same kind of thing. And it's actually interesting. I, I like the fact that they attempted like, oh, hey, we've been here before. We can do this. Let's use the thing that we did that worked the first time. And it's like, nope, we're dealing with a different power set altogether. It's similar. And the way they explained it, I wasn't a huge fan of with like, oh, okay, well, since she now has like, he only had control of like red and she has control of all the colors and that makes her seven times as power, powerful. And I was a little confused by that because I was like, well, really? I thought that, I thought that, Roy G. Bivolo had more than that, and we just hadn't explored it. But I guess we got a confirmation that maybe that's not the case. So, well, I mean, I, I kind of read it as like, you know, he only used rage because oh, so he was that. only tapping into one thing, whereas he he never actually utilized the full spectrum, whereas she is utilizing the full spectrum. Yeah, like like he used rage because that helped his 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 you know as a means to an end. Right, that was the best way for him to get his goals was to use the red light to make rage and all that kind of stuff. Whereas she's like, you know what? If I use all the spectrum, I can manipulate the dopamine and serotonin levels in people's brains and basically get them to do whatever I want. So I'm going to do that instead. Okay. Um, so you're saying there's still a chance that we might get a, an exploration of the <laughs> emotional spectrum on the flash? I I mean, potentially. I don't know. Like Diggle's out there being a Green Lantern now. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice. It would be. And again, that's me just bringing, you know, my, my hopes and dreams and 
and and I don't, you know, what we get is what we get. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to to naysay. I, that being said, that was my mindset going into like her introduction and and uh, the situation that we were dealing with. I was like, oh, this wasn't quite what I wanted. But then when we see it go down, especially like with Cisco and especially with Barry. I'm all for it. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a great character. And I, I yes, her. The, yes, this. This is amazing. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, getting to see Barry speed break dance. Uh, <laughs> that was that Oh, was no, cool. just that face. Just that yeah. face, man. <laughs> the, face, the face alone was, was worth the price of admission. That was brilliant. I, I loved it. I thought they clearly had so much fun with that power set. Uh, the actress that played uh, Rainbow Raider 2.0, you could tell she got it. She knew exactly what she was doing and uh, just had that kind of fun, like ultra happy pixie-esque, you know, kind of vibe going. And the costume was and, great. The boots and the jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so if actually when they were when they were in the street and like she had her rainbow jacket and vibe is in his mecha vibe gear with that giant lighting thing. I'm like, man, it's like. It's like the 80s just showed up to like, like bust up here on Central City. Like this, this feels like the one from the 80s right now. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. But my only, my only complaint. All right. Let's hear it. With, with Rainbow Raider 2.0 is that her real name wasn't Molly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. We need, to, we need to make it very clear. Don't do drugs. We, we here at Flash TV Talk do not condone drug use, recreational or otherwise. Uh, well, I mean, like, I guess if, it, if you're sick. All right. Yeah. So to recreational. Medical- we, yeah, medical's fine. Yeah, kids, just be safe. Stay in school. I don't know yeah. what, what, what's the right thing. What, what, have you seen the? It's like a Mr. T thing where like they, they, you know it's like after school specials and he was like he was like uh, uh, don't do school, stay up all night and, and do all the drugs, something like that. It's like it's like, it like a splice up of, of his after school message, but they flipped all the all the yeah, oh, yeah. Brilliant. It was yeah. Remember that episode of the '90s Flash where uh, where, where Barry gets a uh, little little hit with a little something something, and then he does like bust out like a, a shreds on the guitar and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but it, but different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, so feeling feeling the happiness, feeling the love uh, of of Rainbow Raiders 2.0's hap, hap, happy juice, happy happy sauce happy lights and, and and this was like this was this was an episode where the um you know care bear stare type of stance that they're taking towards a villain i i feel worked a whole lot better um yeah. it, it, i mean i hear you i i don't disagree with like the mindset i just the way in which it tied everything up too quickly in a nice little bow i thought was a little bit like i don't know i i liked the character sure, but they, they had to yeah but they had to give cisco his due right they had to give yeah, him you no, know a hero true. moment and all these kinds of things and so like you know, I, I think I think wrapping we, it up like we got that, a party to go to. Let, let's just let's just get you a job for the city and, and call it a day, shall we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and and so of of the of the villains this season that they've Care Bear stared, that one was the best, right? No, that's because good. It, it it made it made the most sense within the story. It made the most sense like with with what that villain's end goal was. Um, you know, she wanted to make things better, and so Flash gave her an opportunity to do that legitimately. Whereas like all the other ones have been like. Oh, I know you've murdered people, but let's all hug it out, and then you'll know that you've done bad stuff, and we can move on. Right? No, I mean it. It definitely works better than what's come before. Um, I I will say I just I really I really enjoyed her as a uh, as as kind of a, a foil as a as a foil for the Flash, and I really hopefully. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you you want to see these 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 villains reform and all that kind of good stuff, but at the same time, sometimes you don't want to see them reform. You kind of hope they get back to their old tricks in some form or fashion. This one was too fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd love to see her come back and 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 see some kind of you know more shenanigans that she can throw, so we can just watch, you know, Barry have that weird face again. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see uh, how she potentially plays out in the uh, in the future for sure. Um, but yeah. So uh, you know, we did get uh, this was the uh, kind of official goodbye. Uh, as you made mention, Chester is the is kind of the. You can't even really call him the new Cisco, but I mean, there is a lot of similarities between the two in terms of, you know, what's what's going on and and how we can kind of expect the two to to, you know, potentially communicate. I I would be shocked if we didn't see um, Chester like at some point say, you know, oh, I got to make a phone call. You know, like we're gonna have that sense of Cisco living in this world. And, you know, it's not going to be, you know, first thing we do is, you know, well, where's the Avengers or anything like that? Like, I think we're going to have that sense of continuity through Chester. Does that make and, sense? Yeah. And, and I, I think I think it's going to be um, tied to that flash drive that Cisco gave him with like all the plans and stuff like that. Like, I think mm. that's going to be, you know, that's going to be the tie in there where it's like, uh, you know, Chester makes a device and it doesn't work. And so he goes and looks in Cisco's stuff and sees, oh, this is what I did wrong. And or let me like merge this tech with that and that'll help him grow. Right. Because like I, I think the goal here is to have Chester be, you know, the Cisco 2.0 kind of thing where it's like he takes his knowledge and Cisco's knowledge and combines it to become uh, the, 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 the where the sum is, is, is more than the two parts. Right. Like, I, I think that's his path. For sure. I, I do hope that Chester does become his own character, though. And I think I think he has already to some extent. Um, and, you know, so it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I liked I liked how he was super you know excited for Cisco and uh, at the same time, really excited to, to get kind of the battlefield promotion that comes along with it. And um, I think we'll I think we'll see how it is, uh, man. In this episode, uh, we also got uh, Allegra who got to use some of her powers in, in a capacity that was helpful. We also got Iris, who was mad and then was fine. And that was about it. That was uh, the weirdest bit for me in the whole episode. Of, so was, odd, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, they it, it made sense with uh, Barry and Caitlin's reactions. And, you know, at the end when they when they came, we're like, we, we, we messed up. We did wrong. Um, but like, Iris is... I, didn't really get she 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 came across as like a man like we're you know when like you have a good employee and they put in their two weeks notice because they got this huge opportunity instead of being happy for them you're mad because now you have to find a replacement and all this kind of stuff and you know there was kind of a thing she's like yeah i know i was you know what i did was bad and all that kind of stuff but blah 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 it it, it didn't feel the same resolution that um barry and caitlin's misgivings at the beginning of the episode did yeah yeah that was that was uh that was interesting. And also she just, I don't know. I, I, the team citizen, I feel like has never quite been what it's like wanted to be or what it maybe could have been. I don't know. Team citizen always kind of feels like not even the B team, but like the C team of, of the flash. And, uh, you know, and not because citizen starts with C, although I just realized that's, that's probably a good thing. But anyway, <laughs> regardless, I, I was, I know that there was a large portion of the fan community that did not like Iris on team flash. I was never part of that. I always really appreciated Iris being on team flash. That made sense to me. You know, every single business I've ever had, every single thing I ever do, like my wife is heavily involved in that. Like, you know, it's not, 
you know, the, this notion that she has to exist elsewhere because, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why people were so anti Iris being on team flash or any of that sentiment. So I'm, I'm kind of as, as a pro Iris person, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated because I feel like we end up with the sidelining of the character with the sidelining of these sideline characters and this kind of sideline storyline. And it feels so disconnected and not where, especially a character that should carry that amount of weight belongs. And so, you know, with, with Camilla going and with, you know, potentially Allegra finding her footing somewhere, I think that it'd be great if we saw the citizen and star labs working more closely together in some form or fashion. Um, but let's get Iris back on the main storyline, please. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cause that's the thing is, you know, I I'm pro Iris as well. And, and I think there's, there's people who, you know, didn't like her on team flash because they like her character and they want her character to be able to grow outside the team flash. Like, and, and do the I do whole, get you know, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I, I totally get that too. And like, you know, do the whole journalist thing like she is in the comics and like, move with that but you know we haven't seen detective barry since episode one right. uh, maybe it could be like you know detective slash journalist iris on team flash like digging the scoop so to speak on how to beat the bad guy so she's still you know exhibiting those um characteristics from the comics yeah but also on the main storylines and the main plot lines and all of those kinds of things yeah but, i mean i think know. that's the th- i mean like that's true of all these characters it'd be you know we, we've said it before we, we definitely would love a return of detective Barry. We'd love, you know, a chance to like see these characters existing in their superhero roles, but also in their civilian roles. And for that to be an aspect of, of the story, we don't, we don't need Barry rocking the red pajamas, you know, 24 seven, but when he's not, let's, let's have him at work. Let's have him, you know, punching a clock and, and finding information that way. Uh, let's have, you know, I mean like Caitlin and I guess Caitlin and Cisco, it makes sense. They were, you know, part of star labs, but let's see star labs like, you know, make some money have like have a have a <laughs> revenue like a revenue stream of some sort you know Look, they're I'm, licensing patents okay that's how they make all their money yeah oh that's probably you know that's that's probably true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense anyway yeah, yeah so there's there's that although, although yeah. clearly it's not enough money to fix the roof or the security system which <laughs> right. which brings me to this point why does caitlin need cisco's security keys and his and his pass in his, that and was his, hilarious uh, <laughs> and his id card like you can get I, I could walk into star labs right now with like an entire arsenal that i stole from the central city arsenal on earth 90 and uh i could just walk in there and be like all right you're all kidnapped now right right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most the most unnecessary like exit interview of all time <laughs> yeah. we're gonna revoke your security keys okay fine i can still come in whenever i want like you like, and i oh, know that oh the security <laughs> Security keys? Oh, you want yeah. you want my, my my key that gets me into the building? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Here it is. I, yeah, by yeah. the way, I've literally never used it. I have literally <laughs> never used it. Uh, I loved I loved the going away party. I will say this: as much as you know, uh, you know, pers- personal gripes in terms of how Iris as a character has been kind of handled, especially in recent uh, seasons. I, I like. I, I will say I did appreciate the fact that we did get kind of that OG Team Flash. From, you know, from the days when it was, you know, when the secret was very limited in terms of who knew, um, you know, kind of a callback there for Cisco's goodbye. Um, I loved that we got a callback to the Lady Gaga. And yeah. I loved the revelation that that wasn't ever actually on Barry's uh, iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> on his Facebook page. That's right. On his Facebook page. And so that's, uh, you know, I think it's I think it's great that we got a, uh, a you know, a I, I don't know. It. It it seemed the fitting send off 
by celebrating the Cisco that we all fell in love with. And a reminder that that, you know, no matter how much we change and no matter how crazy the world gets, that, you know, the those those aspects of the character are there. They like Cisco's grown, but he's also still that same goofy making making the, you know, making the jokes, naming the bad guys, getting hyped for every little thing and you know, and and having fun at every chance that he got. And I think sending him off with the kind of the karaoke dance party with Caitlin and Barry, uh, man, that was that was just great. That just made me yeah. happy. Yeah. So uh pouring some out for Cisco, man. We're uh, we're gonna miss you, buddy. But you know, you're you're off to bigger and great things and uh yeah. To to vibe. To vibe. All right. So all that said, there there was something that happened this episode. Oh, Killer Frost, not actually in this episode. Uh, uh she she sent a text message. She textually was in this episode. And yeah. I, I I was fine with that to an extent. Like she was like Killer Frost if if Killer Frost was leaving, then Cisco better be there. But with Cisco leaving, I guess it's fine that Killer Frost wasn't there because Caitlin was so tied to his story. But wasn't that also during the time that Caitlin was Killer Frost? Wasn't that part of her personal history as well? Like, don't they both share in kind of that season one relationship with Cisco? I mean, perhaps. Um, I- I'm trying to remember where she was. Where was Killer Frost? She Inside was- Caitlin. Like they were the same person at that point. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about when she sent the text message on this episode. Oh, I don't know. She's, she's, she's I don't know. I can't, yeah. I can't remember where she was. She was, she was off screen because we had so many characters in this one. Honestly, if you know, I hate to say it, but if you had to cut somebody, I probably would have cut Allegra from this episode. But how else was she going to interview that person? She interviewed a guy at the crime scene. Right. That was very important to the story. It's super important. That was just there so we could see Cecile. <laughs> and I mean, she did, she flashy thing to the bad guy. That's fine. I just, I don't know. I think that, I think that that would be the character that you, is probably the most expendable in the storyline that you could have rotated killer frost in so that she could have had more of a specific goodbye given how much Cisco kind of helped her along. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I will say Allegra using, uh, you know, Nash's uh, uh, poof bombs or whatever they're called. Smoke bombs. Oh, the like teleporter thingies. Yeah, yeah. Those, that was neat. That yeah, is neat. I mean, I'll, I do like that she gets to you know. The, there's there is that connection without it having them having to kind of hit us over the head with it. I like I like that. Yeah. So there you go. All right, cool. That's that. Now, Allegra did have a very important person uh, point in this episode, man. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. It's not just so she could uh, interview that guy. It's also so that she could point out like, hey, what's Cecile doing here? Oh wait, no, that was Camilla. All right, Allegra had no purpose. Anyway, point yeah. is, <laughs> Cecile in the background. Until she's not. And that's going to bring us to this week's Speedster Speculation. Belle, Cecile, is the new psycho pirate? Um, All right, wait, wait. I, you know what? Before I even <laughs> say that, I'm saying that based on pure speculation because I have not seen Masquerade yet. And I okay. got to assume, based off of... Uh, you know, the fact that she's wearing a mask and the next episode is called Masquerade, that this is something that is going to be talked about to some extent, if not fully addressed, next episode. Now, I don't want you to spoil the next episode for me because it's very possible that people listening to this episode uh, don't don't yet know themselves as to what what's going to end up happening. And so all that to be said, let me just ask you this. Do they address what's going on with Cecile? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. 
Dang it. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is a yeah. It is a Cecile based episode. Okay. All right. So I guess this is how we'll handle this week's speedster speculation. This is going to be a little awkward, but you know what? We're going to figure out because you know the future. Yes. And I don't know the future. There's a weird feeling. Little, little, it's a role reversal is what it is. Kind of. Maybe. Not really. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming that based on the mask that we are now like entering into kind of a psycho pirate post-crisis uh, world's colliding situation coming together. That's my yeah. assumption. Now, here's what I want to know from you. Not what happens, but when you first saw the mask in the end of this episode, what did you think was going to happen? I, you know, I wasn't sure. Like, I saw that and I was like, okay, um, so something's obviously up with Cecile, but is this going to be a, like, multi-episode lead-up to a big thing? Like, is this our new... St- like, I, I I kind of thought that this was going to be our next story arc. Hmm. Uh, that we were going to do, like, a, a you know, maybe a couple episodes uh, for this little Cecile story uh, to build her up and, uh, you know, then finally beat the boss and then we can move on to, like, the next small story or whatever. Because, um, I, I, I don't know, I thought, I thought that that would be kind of interesting. Um, because... Usually we don't see like stingers for next week's big bad. Like if it, if it, if it's just a freak of the week kind of situation. Do we have a usual at this point? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, we, we don't. We don't. I don't think we have a big bad at this point. Yeah. Because the you know all like Nora and all the speed forces and and not all the speed forces, all the forces right. are all placated and everything's fine there. Um, you know, this one we had a freak of the week. Um. I, I, it's just when you see a stinger like that, where it's like, I'm going to find out who you are. You, you don't think for that, that that's going to be like a one-off thing, right? Like to me, I was sitting there thinking, okay, this is going to be the next arc and that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, interesting. All right. So this is very difficult. So you're, you're basically telling me that, that this is just for next week's episode and it's going to get wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't no, say that. No, but that's what I pick it up from you. Cause like, I, no, I, you asked me what I thought. And that's what I thought. Okay. All right. Ugh. All right. So, hmm. Fair. No, that's fair. That's fine. But you're, yep. Yeah, okay. That's All exactly right. what I was thinking. Like when that episode ended, I was like, I, this is definitely going to be the next arc uh, that, that we're going to have here. Okay. I just assumed that, because if you think back to, to, to Crisis, so you had psych, they introduced kind of psycho pirate chilling. Or maybe, was that, was actually, that wasn't Crisis. That was um, good Elseworlds, wasn't it? When psycho pirate was like, hey, I'm, I'm here. Like, oh, it's going to be a crisis. And then we never really heard from him during crisis, if I'm remembering correctly. Was that? You remember that? Remember, remember, remember that time that we saw was that, Psycho Pirate? Was that the Psycho Pirate mask or was that the Dr. Fate mask? No, well, no, there was a, uh, no, no, no. This was very specifically, I think it's actually Elseworlds now that I'm thinking back to it. Because I want to say it was about the time that they sprung, um, speaking of Nora, uh, uh, Frost Nora. <laughs> Killer, uh, I, 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 uh, Mr. Freeze's Nora. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Remember, remember yeah, that time? <laughs> they went yeah. to Gotham and they, they sprung, you know, yeah, Mrs. Yeah, Freeze. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Psycho Pirate in Arkham? Am I totally misremembering all of this? I think you're right. Yes. No, I think you're right. I remember it now. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're going through the, uh, the, the prison ward to go find her and they came across his cell and he was screaming stuff about a crisis, right? I think that's right. I think that's what I, I remember. I, I think that's it. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Okay, cool. But 
<laughs> All right. Well, this was a net fail. Uh, hard to speculate when you know the future, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there, there, there is something that uh, I didn't see coming that I thought was pretty cool for next week. Yeah, for next week. Uh, well, that's not helpful <laughs> in this context. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, that was my speculation for what was going to happen. But and and you're doing good by not telling me if I'm right or wrong. But I get the sense that. I I have this I you know I felt like this moment is kind of like a big like whoa 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 what, what's going on here like you know like in a this is this is about to reset you know reset the timeline speaking of which are you watching Loki <laughs> I am I hadn't seen the second episode though oh my gosh it's so good uh, oh yeah yeah but speaking of speaking of timelines and like if you love the Flash if if your favorite part of the Flash is like the timeline shenanigans man so that's like two other people excluding us <laughs> right well I mean I, I how many people listen to this show still we got yeah we got we got these two people listening right now yeah yeah absolutely yeah no that's uh, <laughs> there you go uh no that's that's a it's a great show. A lot of, a lot of branch, uh, like that, that whole concept. I love that they're spending so much time exploring the concept of, uh, timelines as it relates to the multiverse. And you almost kind of wish that the flash had done this in a little bit more like smarts detail, you know? Well, there's, 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 you know, at least one more season. So that's true. But at this point, we, I think we've kind of, uh, set, set up the expectation that, uh, you know, we're, rules where we're going, we don't need rules. Like we, <laughs> It is what it is, and I'm fine with it. Not not against it. Just just calling it like I see it. That's all. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. Cool. There you go. That's a terrible speedster speculation for this week because of when we recorded this in the timeline. And um, <laughs> yeah, we need, we need the TVA to come back and erase my memory. I want, dude. I want like a TVA like jacket or vest so bad. <laughs> well, all you got to do is just go to Tennessee and work for the Tennessee Valley uh, Tennessee Valley Authority. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> wait is that just a front for the tva's <laughs> yeah the tva doesn't actually run all the hydro dams in tennessee they uh, hydro dams actually, no 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 hydro oh okay hydro all right power. so i thought the hydro i thought they were holding back hydro maybe that's a front that, too that could be a front for oh man uh, we're blowing this thing wow. wide open and we've completely like, like yeah hydroelectric hydra electric <laughs> We have done, done, done. You know, yeah, yeah. Mind blown. We, we've just completely crossed the streams here. I think that's gonna that's gonna have to do it for us though for this week uh, on uh, here on Flash TV Talk. We, we'll have uh, this week's masquerade uh, uh, coming at you uh, as quickly as possible, and ideally, if not definitely, before next week's episode. Uh, really sorry about kind of how everything just played out, but you know we're in that we're in this awkward uh, awkward season of life where normally we wouldn't even have flash episodes and now <laughs> we do and so that's got to fit into the fact that now we can also travel and go on vacation for the first time in over a year and so a lot of a lot of craziness so yeah y'all's a uh, little little grace is uh, goes a long way we really appreciate y'all for that if you want some additional content like i said head over to the uh, flash tv talk youtube channel to uh, see what's going on over on flashcraft having a lot of fun there and uh, yeah, I think that is going to do it for us for this week. But want to encourage you, of course, if you want to follow Bell on the Twitters, you can follow him at Ring That Bell or Flash TV Talk at Flash TV Talk. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P O D A S T E R Y.com. You can also check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach, who provides music for our show. You can listen to the rest of his awesome stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. All right, man. We are a uh, proud member of uh, the good folks over at tvtalk.fm. So for more TV Talk and podcasts, check that out. And that is going to do it for us for this week. So. 
For me, for Belle, for Belle's mom. What? We'll be back with Flash. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.